The Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, Episode 14. Welcome back to the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast. I'm Jim Gaston, your host. In the last episode, we reviewed the book Hawaii, The Sugar-Coated Fortress, written by Francine de Plissix-Gray, published in 1972. Today, we look at an article that appeared in the Saturday Review magazine in February 1972. The article was written by David Butwin and is titled Booked for Travel, Waikiki, Plastic Fantastic, or Happy Hula Land. David Butwin grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota, and was passionate about both books and sports, so he seemed destined to become a sports writer. As a young man, he did odd jobs at the local newspaper and later would become the sports editor of his high school paper, and at the University of Minnesota, he served two years as the sports editor of the Minnesota Daily. After college, he worked for two years as a general assignment reporter for the Minneapolis Star, and in the fall of 1963, took a job in Hawaii on the Honolulu Advertiser. This was only four years after Hawaii had become a state, and during his four years in Hawaii, but when saw changes, large and small, while leading a mostly happy, barefoot life. Shortly after moving back to the mainland, he started writing travel articles for the Saturday Review magazine, and it was in that role that he returned to Hawaii, not for the first time, to assess a changing Hawaii in the article mentioned above in his reference to Polynesian paralysis. The title, Waikiki, Plastic Fantastic or Happy Hula Land, underscore the social-economic conflicts he discovered over the Christmas-New Year's period of late 1971-early 1972. He begins his article noting the abundance of high-rise hotels built on the beaches of Waikiki that fortunately, as he joshed, have not crumbled or fallen into the Pacific as some people feared. He goes on to note that the comical strutting mina birds were back on the lawn around the Royal Hawaiian Hotel, an area that was vacated while the gargantuan 31-story Sheraton Waikiki was climbing noisily next door. It should be noted that the mina birds, a bird similar and related to the more common starling birds, are one of many invasive species found in Hawaii. Brought to the islands in the 1800s as a natural form of insect control, the mina birds quickly flourish because they are good at eating insects. Unfortunately, the mina birds also displace and compete with the local native birds. The mina birds can damage food crops and carry disease. Some residents in Hawaii consider these birds a nuisance because they are noisy and can steal food from people eating outside. But as Butwin has pointed out to me, the minas also provided non-invasive wake-up calls many mornings on Kapalani Park, and his paper, The Advertiser, ran a daily front-page item with kernels of interest titled, Mina Matters. The Hawaiian islands are a fragile ecosystem, and the introduction of non-native species can easily upset the delicate balance, often at the detriment of native species. Unfortunately, once established, non-native species can almost be impossible to eliminate. But let's get back to the article written by David Butwin. The article goes on to describe many aspects of the tourist industry in the early 70s. During the high season of December and January, when many visitors from Japan and the mainland are escaping the cold weather, 
most of the hotel rooms are fully booked in Waikiki. Space is also at a premium at the beach, but the ocean temperature is perfect and the water is clear. Everything about Hawaii is vivid and close at hand, states Butwin. The time of day to sit and gaze is late afternoon when tourists have left the shore and retired to their showers, and a surprising peace comes over the beach. All the while, the sun is dropping very quickly out across the water, turning the far sky to various shades of pink, yellow, and gold. Hotel torches begin to flicker, and from the water come the last surfers with boards balanced on their heads like fishermen home from the sea. The author goes on to describe Waikiki at night and the scores of hotel nightclubs, bars, hideaways, and the -the up-in-the-sky revolving restaurants. But when notes that after midnight, the beach is deserted except for a few hand-in-hand honeymooners, Kalakaua Avenue has reverted to that strange local state called Polynesian Paralysis, and the international marketplace, a mad hive of shops, restaurants, and bars, is emptying of the last strollers. Towards the end of the article, Butwood notes that Hawaii continues to struggle with the impact of tourism and the sudden expansion of businesses in this tropical paradise. Organized crime, drugs, prostitution, and theft are an increasing problem in certain areas of Honolulu, although often hidden from the visiting tourist. Even on a cloudy day, most tourists are seen having a good time and enjoying life. At the end of his article, Butwin mentions several tourists he meets during his visit. One lady, Rhonda, told him, I don't see why people don't sit at the beach at night. It's so peaceful then. Or the man from Milwaukee, headed back to cold weather, who said, It's horrible having to leave. How will we ever readjust? Or the three older women he found sitting on their suitcases in front of the Sheraton Waikiki on Sunday morning. Why the long faces? No room at the end? No, they were going home to Seattle. What kind of time did they have? Oh, we had a wonderful time, one said. And the three faces brightened in unison. Perhaps they had experienced Polynesian paralysis while in Hawaii and didn't even know it. In the last three episodes of the Polynesian Paralysis podcast, the East Village Other Magazine article, the book Hawaii Sugarcoated Fortress, and today's article from Saturday Review have all been about Polynesian paralysis in Hawaii. In the next episode, we review an article from the 1973 May-June issue of Oceans Magazine. This article compares Polynesian paralysis in the South Pacific to a similar condition in Mexico. Until then, please take a few minutes each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Enjoy Polynesian Paralysis.